a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back to Inside Sources. This is Taylor Morgan. I am joined by my co-host today, Scott Simpson, joining in for Boyd Matheson. Scott, how many cell phone chargers or cords do you have just laying around your home? I have, well, I have them everywhere. I've got them in my bag, in my car, in my... Yeah, everywhere. And I've got, I do have generations of of cords as well, right? Yeah, I have have so many, I don't even, I lose track. I have multiple drawers at home full of random cords and chargers. Right. And I, I, there's part of that that's a little bit frustrating, but, you know, this news from... uh, Europe really is kind of where it germinated that I think the I don't know the European Union I don't know how that works but they've voted to standardize in a in a year or two to standardize the um you know this tr- phone charger I think is just such an overly simplistic view of what that cable does you know I think in in 1985 when you plugged something in you plugged it into an outlet and it received electrons to charge its battery <laughs> right that's all it did. Today, it's a, there's, it's a technology. It's not just electricity, right? There's this throughput. So I just think I, this is silly. It is. It's it's backwards. I, there's a there's a, there is a, an ounce of justification in there. In that, I do think that manufacturers tend to benefit by changing these interfaces. Right, right. Okay, right. so there is a sentiment, a sentiment out there, and I have experienced this and felt this myself, right, that uh, this is ridiculous, that cell phone charging is constantly evolving. Uh, you know, what is this new USB-C that I have to get, and what do I do with all these old USBs, and why, Scott, why, okay, does it take three times to figure out which way the USB-C goes in, okay? So I've been frustrated by this, but... <laughs> So, so people maybe feel, do feel that way, and as you mentioned, the EU is, is trying to regulate or create some uniformity here with cell phone chargers. Uh, here in the U.S., Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, of course, are teaming up and coming to the rescue to try to regulate cell phone chargers. Well, like you said, it may be a little silly, may not be the best idea. We have with us now an expert to talk through some of the implications uh, James Chernosky is a senior policy analyst at Americans for Prosperity. James, welcome to the show. Two questions. Number one, why does it take three times to get the USB right? And then number two, what do you think about this uh, regulation of cell phone chargers? Uh, I think it's just more practice makes perfect, right? Sometimes with these <laughs> cords, uh, certainly with the USB-Cs, uh, which, which one is the one that goes into your phone versus which one goes into the socket since they both look so similar is, uh, is quite a fun uh, experience to have from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of uh, the EU and, and what they're doing and, and why it's just, you know, I certainly agree with your guys' first opinions where it's just a, it's a silly thing. I think it just flies in the face of like how innovation in even something as simple as a charger has gone down over the past 30 years. Like you want that incentive to differentiate 
between you and your competitor. And sometimes that is something as simple as your cord because, you know, Apple actually developing the cord over the years has improved how fast we go and charge our phones, et cetera, right? It's led yeah. to think about how we can make batteries last longer. So there's a lot of positive secondary things that have come out of this yeah. that I think people don't realize. And, yeah, I think that you're not wrong to say that it's frustrating at times that you're changing all the time. Like my car, I have a Camaro. It has a USB 2.0 charger in there. Uh, and obviously with all the phones and stuff being USB-C now, it's it's kind of annoying in that sense. But sure. Well, you can buy an adapter, right? There, yeah, th- exactly. Yeah, you can you can totally catch up with this stuff aftermarket. So that's yeah. why for me, it's just like, eh, I'm not really too worried about it. Yeah. So Elizabeth Warren tweeted this, quote, Consumers shouldn't have to keep buying new chargers all the time for different devices. We can clear things up with uniform standards for less expensive, less expense, less hassle, and less waste. Quote. Uh, James, you responded to that on Twitter by talking about how that approach could stifle innovation. Can you can you walk us through your response there? Well, yeah, so that's kind of going back to what I said at the outset, where I think it just flies in the face of how we've seen the development of this technology in general over the past 20-some-odd years, where even something as simple as a charging cord or a charger itself has changed to go and adapt for what consumers are looking for, right? So this is why we've seen the evolution of how long our, our phone batteries can last, whereas, like, you know, not even 10 years ago, we'd be having to go and stop and charge our phone probably at least a couple times a day. Now you have phones that can go for a day plus sometimes without having to do it. Some of that's also because of the chargers themselves and how we differentiated on those margins. Because if you're able to provide that kind of um, reliability, right, like consumers tend to really like that. So that's something that can, you know, get stymied a little bit. If everybody's just encouraged, oh, well, everybody should just all have USB-C. We know you know, all of you guys should be standardized here. What are you doing differentiating? Like, I think it, it goes and decreases some some aspects of competition on the margin that we're used to. And let's be honest, too, most products that you buy do already come with those cords that you need. What you're talking about is, like, if you need to have, like, ancillary ones on top of whatever's been given to you off the get-go, right? So you usually get a cord with your phone when you buy it. Like, and yes, I admittedly am probably a little bit of a junkie here and have like 70 charging things, you know, throughout my condo or whatever. Sure. You know, like that's, that's excessive and that should be on me. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we want to encourage our listeners, right? That, you know, you should recycle these things. And I probably have a couple drawers at home I need to go through and not just toss out old chargers and cords. I should be recycling that I should be recycling those. There is no question that there is some waste here, but if I have to choose between excess waste and innovation that improves lives and, and builds the economy, I will choose innovation every time. Well, and to your point with recycling and things of that nature, right? It's not like uh, it's something that's like a bad net negative here. Like you have the ability to do that. You can donate these cords once you're, you know, through with them. Uh, elsewhere, they they also frankly have a lifespan just like anything else that we use. I think average for me, it's like my cords can last somewhere between a year and a half to like two years, three years, maybe on the high side. Uh, and it's you know you just go and you cycle through it responsibly, and that kind of stuff can get repurposed to, for other things too. So I'm never really quite worried about that. And I think that the innovation is the thing that we want to focus on. And 
you know, the other option that you could see come out of this is just that you would see a shift over to, like, compactless or uh, cordless charging, right? Which is cool and it's nice, but it's not always ideal for what you need from a practical use case perspective either. James, I, you know, it's interesting to me that the those that self-label their sort of political brand as progressive are the ones that are trying to clamp down on on ingenuity and and technology and advancement. I just in the minute or so that we have left, do you see this as a winning uh, issue for the left? I'm pretty sure if you ask voters what their top priorities right now. Oh no, wait, I actually know. It's not about <laughs> your charging cords. It's inflation. It's the economy. It's jobs. It's healthcare costs. There's literally like probably 50 other things that people care about more than their charging cords right now. <laughs> yeah. James Noshevsky, or Shurnovsky, sorry about that, of Senior Policy Analyst for American Prosperity. Thank you for joining us, talking about this very strange issue that's popped up uh, from Elizabeth Warren back east picking up this European position. Yeah. Yeah. Scott, we have here a solution in search of a problem. Uh, as James put it, I think he's exactly right on this one. And uh, look, we're all frustrated by uh, evolving cords and technology, but this is certainly not the solution. Coming up, the June jobs report is finally out and it will be a strong month. Where do we see uh, going from here? Uh, we'll talk with Denic- Dennis, Derek Dennis from ABC News after the break. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on any smart speaker and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.